We call today Good Friday, but hearing the story of how Jesus is treated, of watching him suffer on the cross, a death so brutal that Roman citizens could not be crucified. It seems almost ostentatious that we would even dare call today good. Yet today is good. Because as Isaiah tells us in our first reading, Jesus took this way the sins of many and won pardon for their offenses. Today is good because as St. Paul tells the Hebrews in our second reading, we have a high priest who can sympathize with our weakness and he's become the source of eternal salvation for all those who believe in them. Today is truly good Because God proves his love for us, and that while we were still sinners, he died for us. We should feel uncomfortable hearing the account of how an innocent man was put to death. But part of that uncomfortable or uneasiness should also come from the fact that each and every one of us realizes that we are guilty. Each and every one of us is like Barabbas, who is set free because Jesus, the innocent, takes our place. You see, my friends, while the cross is almost too painful to witness, today's liturgy calls us to stand with the Blessed Mother, with St. John and those other women at the cross, and acknowledge that the cross of Christ is not a theory, but a dreadful ordeal and a sign of love. In fact, the cross is the ultimate sign of God's love for us. It puts into practice the teaching of Jesus who tells us there is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. And that's exactly what happens on Good Friday. After all, God is a sufferer because he is a lover. The entire theme of a suffering God flows from the understanding of God as a lover, and always points back to it. You see, my friends, I believe that if you really want to touch someone's heart, then you have to be prepared for a little bleeding along the way. Love, after all, is not something that we have. Love is something that we use. And Jesus shows us exactly what that means by stretching his arms out on the cross. For today, we recall the great truth That God has loved us to the point of literally shedding his blood for us. And all that he asks is that we be willing to receive his love by picking up our cross and following him daily. Our participation then at this afternoon's liturgy reminds us that God does not stand far off. No, God has paid the ultimate price for each and every one of us. A price that seems too good to be true. A price that is almost scandalous. But God doesn't love us because we deserve to be loved. No, God loves us because we need to be loved. And as we see Jesus hanging on the cross, we see that he hangs at the intersection of two pieces of wood. A vertical piece that stretches down to connect heaven to earth, and a horizontal piece 
that reaches out to encompass the entire world. When we look at the cross, we have to ask ourselves, do we have the humility to acknowledge that we need Jesus to bridge that gap between heaven and earth? Do we have the humility to acknowledge that we need Jesus to draw us all closer together? Do we have the humility to acknowledge that the cross is the highest point in the world from which we can see everything with new eyes, the eyes of faith, the eyes of martyrdom, the eyes of love, dare we say, the eyes of Jesus Christ himself. So today we come to venerate our Lord's cross, recognizing it as the means of our salvation and seeking to unite ourselves to him. That horizontal bar of the cross gathers us all together at one point, the point where the vertical bar brings heaven and earth together. It's up to us then to embrace the cross by following Jesus to the cross and being willing to use the love that God has extended for us. The scriptures never tell us what happened to Barabbas. I'd like to think he took his second chance and made something of his life. If you've ever experienced or had conversations with people who have had near-death experiences, maybe it was an illness that they thought was going to take their life. Maybe it was an accident or some other kind of tragedy where they should have ended up dead. They'll tell you time and time again that they're grateful for that second chance and that they want to make sure that their life is worthy of it. My friends, you and I are like Barabbas. Jesus has given us a second chance. It's up to us to determine what we're going to do with it. It's up to us today as we gather to approach this cross to recommit ourselves to following Jesus Christ, the way, the truth, and the life, to use our second chance to follow Jesus through the cross to the glory of the resurrection.